Hi listeners, I'm your host, Samantha Holcomb. You're listening to Horror and Homicide, a podcast that explores the details of a new homicide or horror every Monday. This week, we're talking about the true events that inspired the making of several films, including The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which premiered in 2005. This is the story of Annalise Michel. Annalise Michelle was born on September 21, 1952, in Bavaria, West Germany. She was one of four daughters raised by Joseph and Anna Michelle. Joseph and Anna were devout Roman Catholics who raised their children in the church. Acquaintances of the family remember them being rather extreme in their religious practices. For instance, Annalise's mother insisted on going to Mass twice a week, every week, without fail. They attended confession on a regular basis and lived by the strict rules set forth by the Vatican. Annalise's mother may have been doing all of that to try to atone for her perceived sins. See, Anna had given birth to an illegitimate child just four years before Annalise was born, which caused Anna to feel immense guilt and shame, feelings that she carried with her for most of her life. Then, Anna's shame and guilt were worsened when one of Annalise's sisters died at just eight years old. At that point, Anna thought she was being punished by God, so she committed to walking the straight and narrow, and she was set on making sure the rest of her family did the same. Anna raised her daughters to fear God and repent for any of their sins. Because of this strict upbringing, Annalise grew up to be withdrawn and irritable. Her classmates remembered her as being quiet and reserved. She was someone who followed the rules, kept her head down, and didn't make any trouble. Then, in 1968, when Annalise was in high school, she had an epileptic episode. She had been walking in the hall of her school, heading to her next class, when she suddenly dropped to the floor and started convulsing. Her parents took her to see a neurologist who diagnosed her with temporal lobe epilepsy. Apparently, this is a common type of epilepsy, which, along with seizures, also causes some people to have auditory and visual hallucinations, experience vivid deja vu, and develop dysphoric feelings of extreme anger or fear, all symptoms that might sound like demonic possession to an extremely religious and superstitious family. Annalise was then prescribed anticonvulsants and antipsychotics that were supposed to dampen these symptoms. The medications worked for a few years, but slowly started to become less and less effective at controlling the seizures and hallucinations. Her symptoms began to worsen when she was in college studying to become a teacher. She developed severe depression and told people she was having terrifying visions of the devil. She also heard voices telling her she was evil and was doomed to rot in hell. In response to these terrifying symptoms, Annalise would stay up at night praying, reciting the Lord's Prayer over and over again to try to quiet the voices and visions. She went to church more often and truly believed she was possessed by demons. So she sought the help of several priests, but they all rejected her, saying they didn't know a lot about demonic possession and they weren't trained to perform exorcisms. Shortly after this, her hallucinations became even more intense, and believing she was possessed, started to tear her clothes, crawl around in public under tables and chairs, and bark like a dog. She began to eat weird things like insects and dirt, and started wetting the bed at night. She told people she could smell things like rotting flesh and feces. 
Her parents would later report that Annalise had supernatural strength, which allowed her to throw one of her sisters across the room as if she was a doll. At seeing her daughter become unrecognizable from the girl she once knew, Annalise's mother eventually found a priest by the name of Ernest Alt, who agreed that she was suffering from demonic possession. Alt quickly reached out to the local bishop to get an exorcism approved. The bishop approved of this exorcism, but he made it clear that it had to be carried out in top secret. So, over the next 10 months, Annalise would endure 67 exorcisms, most of which lasted about four hours and included her having to be held down by her own mother. And over the course of these exorcisms, Annalise revealed that she was possessed by six demons, two of which were supposedly Lucifer and Adolf Hitler. She would growl and talk in these six distinct voices. She broke her knee bones and ripped several tendons from trying to escape her restraints. And after the first few exorcisms, she slowly stopped eating, which caused her to become emaciated. The priest later told court officials that holy water and religious objects would drive Annalise into a rage, and so they had no other option but to restrain her. They also said Annalise was given food and water, but that she voluntarily refused it. There are several pictures that were taken of her during these exorcisms, and in these photos, you can see a ghostly-looking woman. Annalise's eyes are sunken in, her hair is thin, her teeth are chipped, and her body is covered in bruises from struggling. She looked nothing like she did just a year prior to this. In a picture of her taken before her supposed demonic possession overtook her, you can see a beautiful, healthy-looking young woman smiling. She had shiny black hair and bright eyes, and she just looked like the kind of person that you could go up and talk to and have an amazingly genuine conversation with. And so, after months of abuse, she eventually died on July 1st, 1976, at the age of 23. Her official cause of death was listed as malnutrition and dehydration. In less than a year, her weight had dropped to just 66 pounds. Police obviously opened an investigation into why Annalise had been allowed to decline until the point of her death, and tried to find out why her parents didn't seek medical intervention. Her parents said that Ernest Alt said she didn't appear to be suffering from epilepsy and that her problems weren't medical in nature. He led them to believe that all of her symptoms stemmed from supernatural forces invading her body, so they came to believe medical care wouldn't help her. Police charged the priest and her parents with negligent homicide, and the trial began on March 30, 1978. Doctors testified that Annalise was not possessed by demons and that her symptoms were easily explained by her epilepsy and psychosis. Ernest Alt and Annalise's parents were found guilty of manslaughter, resulting from negligence, and were sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended, and three years of probation. The parents were exempted from any punishment as they had quote-unquote suffered enough, which was a criteria for sentencing in German law. Franz Barthel, a journalist for Maine Post, wrote, quote, The surprising thing was that the people connected to Michelle were all completely convinced that she had really been possessed, end quote. So, other than Annalise's inspiration for a horror film decades later, Annalise became an icon for some Catholics who felt modern secular interpretations of the Bible were distorting the ancient supernatural truth it contains. 
Annalise's story is a prime example of what happens when people allow their religious and personal beliefs to guide their actions, rather than science and logic. Annalise was a severely ill woman who ended up paying the price for others' misguided actions. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. If you enjoy horror and homicide, please consider following the podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.